Welcome to Pastors Confidential. We're Michelle and Eric Waters, and we're two pastors, one podcast. On each episode, we'll be answering one of your questions about God, the Bible, faith, and life. We're so excited you're joining us. Good morning. Good morning. (laughs) You wanted to keep reading. I did. I wanted to keep studying, but you know, there comes a time that there, there is a blessing about deadlines. That's one thing I've noticed in my line of work. Sunday comes every single week. <laughs> uh, and if it didn't, you know, the odd thing is if it didn't, then you'd never get your work done. But right. there's something you do about it, yes. when you got to get up and preach, you know, the deadlines are wonderfully motivating. Yes. And you just issued a deadline for me about 45 seconds ago. Right. Well, I just so. want to get going. Yes, you don't have any notes. So I definitely cut you off. of. Yes, you did. <laughs> we just showed up. So today we're just showing up, but that's okay. So we're going to talk about the parable of the sower. Well, right. first, okay, let's just, last week we introduced this um, series. This new series about parables. About right? parables. Mm-hmm. And what we did was we discussed in, we're doing Matthew's parables in chapter 13. 13, right. Jesus's parables in Matthew 13. Right. And we, um, last time we talked about why Jesus used parables. Mm-hmm. And so that was in the middle of what we're talking about today. Today we're talking about the parable of the sower. Right. And Jesus first teaches on it, then he explains it. But in the middle of that is this whole thing about why we're using parables. Why yeah, he's exactly. Using parables. And so uh, in, in uh, Matthew 13, verses 1 through 9, he gives the first half of the parable. And then in 10 through 16, uh, 10 through 17, there's this kind of side speech to the disciples about why he speaks in parables. And then in 18 uh, through uh, 24, he uh, explains what the parable is about. So we, we kind of... Uh, we, we took that explanation part as its own thing, and now we're just going to look at the yeah. parable of the sower. But to review, right? Yes. So the reason Jesus teaches yes. in parables is uh, because some people aren't willing to hear him. Uh, it's not just simply that they're unable to hear him, mm-hmm. but that they're unwilling to hear him. And so we looked at what what had recently been happening in, in Matthew, that Jesus was performing miracles, and some people were chalking them up to uh, the work of the devil. That Jesus was teaching and some people refused to hear his teaching. Mm-hmm. So he's saying, you know, the reason I teach in parables is some people just don't want to listen. And so right. I'll, I'll give them these, these short, pithy stories that seem very simple, but the more you chew on them, the more you ruminate on them, you realize, well, there's more to this story than meets the eye. And what is he really saying about it anyway? Right. So parables take work. They do. And this yeah. one does have some work. This one is nice because he explains it, which mm-hmm. is the only case of that. Is that correct? The only case where he literally lays out... Well, there's a what couple. Is there's, what? Uh, okay. so there's this one here, the parable of the sower. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then later we'll talk about the parable of the weeds, you mm-hmm. know, where the, there's the, the oh, enemy who goes out mm-hmm. and sows tears among the weeds. Got it. And he and does then he explain explains that. that one as oh, well. Okay. But I think those are the only two where he actually explains. Yes. Most of them, he just kind of leaves them hanging out there for you to think about. Right. So the, these two are different. Right. These two are different. Okay. So let's, why don't we do this? Why don't you read the parable? Okay. And then I will read the explanation and then we will talk. Sounds good. Okay. All right. So this is Matthew 13, verse 3. And Jesus told them, the crowd, Jesus told them many things in parables, saying, A sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seeds fell along the path, and the birds came and devoured them. Other seeds fell on rocky ground, where they did not have much soil. Immediately they sprang up, since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched, and since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil. And produced grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. He who has ears, let him hear. Okay. All right, so that's the parable. And then starting with verse 18, he explains it, saying, So listen to the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word 
about the kingdom and doesn't understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is the one sown along the path. And the one sown on rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy, but he has no root and is short-lived. When distress or persecution comes because of the word, immediately he falls away. Now the one sown among the thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the worries of this age and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. But the one sown on the good ground, this is the one who hears and understands the word, who does produce fruit and yields some a hundred, some 60, some 30 times what was sown. Amen. Amen. Okay, I got stressed out because did I say root or root wrong again? Well, you gave your nice Minnesota root. But that's <laughs> Right after I said it, my whole mind was like, oh, I don't know if I said it the oh, minute. Oh, no, no. We okay. Love you. Okay. I think we all know what you were talking about. What do you say again? I say root. Root, and I yeah. say root. You say root. I, okay. say, I say root and roof yes. and route. Okay. And I yeah. say route. Yeah. So. But the other things don't. Okay. Anyways, uh, sorry if that offended your southern ears <laughs> the way I said it. But anyways, you knew what I meant. This is a great parable. Okay. Mm -hmm. So basically, he's telling us what? We've got four types mm -hmm. of soil. Soil, right. So there's the, the one sower and the one seed. And so the sower does the same job for them all. And the sower sows the same seed to them all. So that doesn't change. But what changes are the four types of soil upon which the seed is sown? Okay, and that soil is our hearts, mm -hmm. correct? And so we've got the path, mm -hmm. okay, which it says the the birds come and devour it, right? Right. And that means you just don't understand it, right? And the devil just snatches it right away, yeah. Jesus says. Yeah, so his explanation is when anyone hears the word and uh, the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what has been sown in his heart. And mm -hmm. So that's the hardness of heart. Right. Uh, if you picture a field, uh, I think, for example, of Cibolo, you know, Nature Center, mm -hmm. uh, this field, but there's footpaths where hundreds of people go up and down every single day and it's compacted hard as concrete. No, unfortunately, it's not because oh. I can't run in there anymore because oh. I trip on the... Okay. I trip on the yes, but I get what you're saying. Right, it is, I mean. yeah. You, you. There's no way you could grow something on right, that. Right, because it's just that. compacted yes. too hard, and that's the the seed on the beaten path that it's been worn down too much. Right. It's been hardened too much, and so that that seed has to that soil has to be plowed up. It has to be cultivated, broken, right, so that the seed can get a purchase. Right, and I think you mentioned hardness of heart. That's mm -hmm. the key part because it's not just that you know the person doesn't understand and they're trying to understand. It's not like. He's saying, well, if you don't understand, too bad for you. Mm -hmm. It's someone who has a hard heart. And, you know, the devil is snatching it away because they're not trying even, right? I yeah. Mean, you, I mean, right. you know, if, if you picture it's the, the, the soil is so hard that it's like the seed just bounces right off. It. Right, exactly. It doesn't get any, uh, any penetration at all. It just comes right out. Right. Uh, and so that would be, you know, that's, uh, that can be people who are hardened in their heart. Mm -hmm. So, for example, think of Pharaoh, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, people who are hardened in their heart or you know sometimes it can be part of us that's hardened against God's word you know they, they, there are times where um, where we are open to one spot of God's word oh, okay. but we don't like to hear what he says about this thing over here and so we kind of harden our hearts against it oh so you can you can have different types of soil even in your own heart maybe you're yeah, saying that's what yeah, I would say, I, yeah, is that, you know okay. the four different types of people but mm -hmm. they're all I, I you can also look at it as you know this is you the mm -hmm. field is you and there's right. four different things in your life okay you know, what are those things for you? Right. And so, and like in our culture, this would be people who just don't want any part of, you know, hearing the word or mm. not even examining it, just saying, well, the Bible's ridiculous or, right. you know, Jesus is irrelevant or whatever. That would be a hardness of heart and a path where the devil would just snatch away. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the word is sown, but yep. the, the devil just comes and takes it right away. Yeah. Right. 
Okay, so that's the path. And then we have the rocky ground, mm -hmm. right? Which means there's no depth of soil, springs up quickly, but it was scorched. It has no root. Mm -hmm. That was, that was, good. That was, that was good. good. No root. Um, and then Jesus says what? You immediately receive it uh, with joy, right? Yeah, with joy, which is Eden. They immediately receive it with joy, but since it has no depth, it withers away. Right. And it's almost like this is the one that really... Um, this is almost it's almost like this is the one that spoke to Jesus heart this is the one that uh, that appealed to his emotions because as you look at it hmm. um, you know there's he devotes quite a lot of words okay it's only two verses yep uh, but boy there's quite a lot of words that he devotes to this one okay you know it's almost like this is the one that really kind of grabbed hold of him right mm -hmm. these people who on the one hand immediately receive what he says with oh, joy right. but then you know a lot of things happen there there's no depth there's no maturity and as soon right. as uh, persecution or tribulation or trouble comes, they just wither away. Right. Well, that was probably fairly, he probably loved that because it seems at least from the scriptures that that was fairly rare that someone received the word immediately with joy. Right. Yeah. I mean, they all doubted and had to see miracles all the right. time. And so maybe it was close to his heart because when he did experience that, it was a big deal. Yeah. Right. Yeah, maybe. Mm -hmm. Well, it's just like with your children. If they immediately say, yes, ma'am, you know, yeah, yeah. that's like a, a good feeling. It's a right? wonderful feeling. <laughs> and, and when they're not so pleased, um, it's different. But anyway, so immediately receives it with joy. Yeah, I mean, we can all relate to that. There mm -hmm. might have even been, like you said, times in our own faith like where we have soil like that, where we're like, yes, Lord, yes, I, I received this word. This is a word. Mm -hmm. But then we go away from our morning Bible time or whatever, yeah. and we immediately turn it off yeah because yeah, it doesn't have time a uh, chance to put down roots mm -hmm. into our soil right and it makes me think too of the you know the the, uh, the country where we live here in the texas hill country you know we moved down from north dakota which has got six feet of solid black dirt you know it's like some of the best soil in north america and then from there to ohio which has got you know nice depth nice midwestern farmland uh, and then to the Texas Hill Country, where there's like only, you know, an inch of soil and it's just solid rock. Oh my goodness, yes. And so I, No basements. Yeah. And so I've thought about this, uh, about this passage quite a lot, actually, because you mm. see that just walking around. You know, you see that there are places where uh, plants and trees can grow, but then there's a lot of places where there's just no depth of soil, and so mm -hmm. they can't grow. Yeah. So I've thought about that a lot. Mm-hmm. So that's the rocky ground. And then we get to the thorns. I think a lot of people probably live here, mm. like in our culture. Mm-hmm. Um, the thorns, so the, the seed gets choked out and Jesus says, by the worries of this age and yeah. the deceitfulness of wealth. Yeah. The deceitfulness of wealth. I yes. like that phrase. Yes. We're reading James. We're doing James in my women's Bible study. And there's a very strong passage in chapter five about storing up wealth. He's very, um, adamant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. James is kind of known for that. Well, he's... yes, but this is like, usually he's, yes, this is over the top, I think, but. Yeah. Well, not over the top. It's the word of God. But you know what I'm saying. He mm -hmm. gets very emotional about it. Yeah. So what are what are we saying here? So then the uh, these are the ones who, uh, for the first time, so we're now in the third type of soil. Yep. So for the first time, we've got people who actually receive it and it puts down roots and it starts to grow, which is great. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, other things in life uh, come in. Uh, you know, the cares and concerns of the world, the, the, uh, the hurry and hecticness of running yeah. kids hither and yon, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. The deceitfulness. Um, the deceitfulness of wealth. I mean, there's mm -hmm. just so much stuff that happens in life. Right. Uh, and if you're not careful, it can choke out. Uh, it can choke out the good seed. Yeah. And it's, it's not that you, you know, it's not that you're not saved, because there's still stuff, stuff that's growing there. But okay. it's just you're, you're not flourishing 
as God uh, wants you to, as God intends you to. You're not bearing this, the kind of fruit that he had in mind for you. Right. And it's so easy. It's, you know, you said to, if you're not careful, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you have to be completely vigilant, really, to, in this culture, to prepare the soil of your heart, you know, yeah. because it, it's not going to happen without diligence. <laughs> oh, no, it takes time. It, it takes time. Absolutely. I mean, you've got to really go after it day after yeah. day after day. Right. Yeah. It's a daily thing. We'll talk about that as we get to the fruit bearing part, but that's the thorns. Mm-hmm. And then we get to the good soil. What's the good soil? Well, that's the good soil. That's uh, that's the stuff that has been, you know, plowed up so it's not hard mm-hmm. uh, and it's cultivated so there's no weeds and thorns in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it has nice depth of soil so that even when adverse conditions come, when the sun beats down on it, still there's depth to yep. hold on to the roots. So this is the good soil, and those are people who persevere. You know, those yeah. are the people who, who allow, who let God plow up their hearts, break through the hard crust, so mm-hmm. that the soil is turned over. Um, who spend time with God day after day after day, so there's this depth uh, to their their faith, mm-hmm. um, and who intentionally, you know, uh, pluck out the the roots and the the weeds and the thorns that come, mm-hmm. which I see as. And practically, the way I do that is uh, is every day in my morning uh, time of confession. Okay. Uh, you know, I, <clears throat> I I confess to the Lord. Okay, well, here's the weeds that popped up overnight. Okay. And you try to you know pull them up by the root again. Okay. Um, that's what we do every week in uh, first act of worship on Sunday. Yep. right? Is to take that time and then confess those sins before the Lord, uproot the weeds. Okay. So that you can be good soil and hear the word that, that God is about to preach to you. Yeah, that's what it says. The good soil is that those who hear and mm. understand. Mm-hmm. In other words, probably put it into practice, um, and then fruit is produced. Yeah. And there's varying amounts of fruit. So what are we going to say about that? There's 100 times, 60 times, and 30 times. What yeah. do you think? Well, I remember once reading a commentary about this, that even the even the lowest of those, even 30, would be a tremendous harvest. Mm. Uh, this idea that, you know, I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a farmer, I'm not no. a wheat farmer, so I don't really know. But, no. Uh, but from what I understand, you know, a, a ratio of one seed to 30 uh, produced is pretty astonishing. Okay. Let alone one to 60 or one to 100. So these are all big deals. So these are all really big deals. Okay. I mean, even the least among them is great in the kingdom of God, okay. so to speak. You know. Okay. Uh, but yeah, and it, and it's uh, it also gives you a hint of of why Jesus is so uh, profligate with his grace, because he knows that there might be, you know, there there might be three different people who uh, it doesn't really work on, so to speak, or don't receive the grace. Okay. But there's that fourth, and when that fourth receives it, boy, there's going to be a massive return on investment. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. That's what I would say. What yeah. would you say? Well, no, that makes a lot of sense. I think that's always the way he kind of works is even in, I guess, somewhat in the parable of the talents, you know, any kind of return is well done, good and faithful Absolutely. servant, right? Yeah. You know, so some, some guys have a better return and some guys have a less return, but they're both well done. Mm-hmm. Just the one who buried it and didn't do anything with it yeah. is the one who is chastised. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's the one who's chastised. Right. So, yeah. So there's differing returns. And we all, yeah. And so they're all good. And they all come from hearing and understanding, being good soil. Because like we've mentioned before, so if the seed is God's word, you know, that's not to blame, like you said, for right. a bad harvest. Right. That, that's not to blame. And then the, the sower, who would be, I guess, Jesus or any evangelist, mm-hmm. you know, anybody telling people about God. Um, that's not necessarily to blame, but it's the soil. And so we all have a part in making sure that we are good soil. Yeah, absolutely. And so that's, that's kind of, um, the upshot of the parable Mm -hmm. uh, is that, you know, we are, 
that there are four different types of soils out there in the world, four mm. different types of people, yep. but yep. then also within each one of us. Yes. You know, we have the uh, we have the uh, the ability or the potential to be any of these types. And so, which are we, and what mm-hmm. can we do to uh, to make our hearts and minds and ears good soil? Yeah. And notice that the stress is always on hearing. You know, he who ha- he who has ears to hear, let him hear. Okay. Uh, because God's word is power. And then when we receive God's word, when we let God's word put down roots in our lives, when we let God's word change us, when we give time to God's word to change us, that's when we bear a harvest. That's mm. when we bear a fruit. Mm-hmm. And those roots are put down in the daily practice, in the kind of the hidden place, right? I mean, yeah. they're put down just day by day living with him. And it's not it's not like glorious. It's not, um, what's the word? Glamorous is what I'm looking for. It's just developing that relationship you know psalm 1 talks about the tree being planted by streams of living water Mm -hmm. and it will yield its fruit in season and it will produce fruit it will produce fruit and it takes time yes in season that's one of the key differences between the second the fourth types of soil between you know the soil that was the rocky ground it had no depth of soil Mm -hmm. immediately it it received it with joy but since there was no depth as soon as the sun came out it withered away Mm mm-hmm uh, and that's probably the tendency for those of us in our modern Western cultures, you know, especially with the pace of technology these days, right. is that we want everything now, 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 now. Right. Um, and it doesn't always happen that way. No, you it know, almost then, never does, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. You've got to, uh, there are times when great things happen overnight, but mm-hmm. but for the most part, it takes time. Yeah. And so it's not just a matter of receiving it with joy, mm-hmm. but then it's a matter of cultivating it uh, right. with steadfastness, with perseverance, right? Uh, with patience. And with humility. I mean, it mm-hmm. takes a long time for these things to come up. Yeah. And if you think about even any of the leaders in Scripture, I mean, most of them were prepared for years and years and years. I'm trying to think of any who kind of just immediately, no one really, right? Just immediately turned around and was spiritually mature and started preaching and stuff. No, there's really nobody who was spiritually mature almost throughout the entire Bible. <laughs> <laughs> but like I'm thinking like Joseph was for, you know, yeah. he languished in pr- all the time yeah, God was using years, him right. or Abraham, you know, years and years and years till he got his child. Mm-hmm. And then that kind of was the father of many nations, all that kind of thing. Um, and that yeah. all had to happen so that they became the men that God would have them yeah. be. Um, yeah, there aren't really, I mean, Peter gets up and preaches that awesome sermon, but again, that's after years of being with Jesus. Years of being with Jesus. Right. And then, you know, one really big fall and flat in his face. Okay, you know? true. But yeah, it's, I, I should take it back. I mean, people are spiritually mature. Yeah. But um, but yeah, there's... Um, yeah, I can't think of a single person mm-hmm. either. So if you know of one, you can email it to us. Yeah. Yeah. But no, God works slowly. We've said that before. And that's why he's always using these images of like agriculture, because that certainly doesn't happen overnight. Oh my goodness. You no. know? No. Um. And so we want to rush him, but that's not going to work. Right. And there's also kind of a, a gracious, what's the word? Um, well, for lack of a better word, a graciousness to how God works. You know, elsewhere in the, in the, the Gospels, Jesus talks about how his father makes the, makes the rain to fall both on the wicked and the righteous. You know? mm-hmm. uh, and it's kind of the same image here, that the, the good rain falls both on the wicked and the righteous, and the good, uh, the good seed falls on all these different types of soil. Yeah. Uh, that, that God is willing to take risks with all different types of people, all types of uh, types of us. Um, yeah. But in a sense, you know, some of it is up to us to yeah. to receive it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And again, that, that gets to the whole idea of the parables, right? Well, why does he teach in parables? Because 
Well, some people don't have ears to hear, even though the seed is sitting right there on top of yeah. them. They, they don't take the time to let it sink in. Right. Right. Yeah, that's why they're called disciplines, right? The exactly. Spirit, and, and why we're called disciples, right? Because it is a discipline to follow. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a daily discipline if you want to be good soil, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of steeped in the word. Well, I like it. Yeah, okay. So that was, what are we doing next week? Uh, you know what? I think oh, you have the sheet over oh, there. I, I don't. believe it I is. I didn't take it out. Okay, we do so have we a sheet somewhere. The parable somewhere. of the seeds. It's probably going to be the parable of the mustard seed and the leaven. Oh, good. Okay, good. Um, I like that. Yeah, and we'll, we'll find it out. Okay. I had a nice little summation of it, but I don't have it in front of me. I have it, yes. I just didn't pull it out. So. But we will do that next week. We hope to hear from you. And we will talk to you later. Thank you. Bye-bye.